right, we're jumping right in here. Ryan and I are talking about go-kart racing and how <laughs> it's a great workout. So, Ryan, just keep going. I can't, I have to record this. Go ahead. No, no, it's great. I mean, people, people who drive like the fun go-karts or like the indoor karts when they go karting with their friends, it's way different than the actual like racing carts yeah. that we have. I mean, those are, I mean, you ask anybody in, 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 you know, between like the guys in IndyCar and, and F1 and even, even throughout, I mean, they talk about go-karting being like, you know, it's, it's the training ground, but the 125 carts, like the, like the top level carts, which is like what I still use to train in, they they kick your ass and nobody, re- I mean, wow. I, I go home at the end of the day after like spending, a, you know, doing 120 laps on one of those things. And like, I'm fucking spent. <laughs> and you're in where, where's like, you're feeling your arms, your core, just oh, you said your entire body. I mean, wow. you get like, for me, obviously as you get a little older, I'm 33 now. So you, you know, you get a little older, but like your ribs feel it probably like just pure pain wise, like your ribs, yeah. because when you sit in the seat, the seat goes to right here. Right. And it's yeah, on your arms. Better. But it's great. It's great on the arms, but um, like admittedly, the race car is a little tougher when it comes to the arms, just like the sheer force of it and then having it, you know, mm-hmm. turn the wheels. So like we don't have power steering. Formula One guys do. Um, right. So like in the U.S., like, you know, our cars are a little bit more um, analog and mm-hmm. I think it, it, it brings more of the sporting element into it. Um, also, yeah. the fact that, you know, if you look at, you know, like IndyCar, Indy Lights and all the series the the majority of the series here are spec series so everyone you race against is essentially driving the sim the same base of their car so mm. there's different manufacturers but like the, mm. the actual car itself is the same so the sporting aspect once again it, you know is is much more prevalent here than it is in some of the european series and i understand like yeah. you know you know the karting or excuse me the car you know guys are like ah oh, but we want to you know support different cars different manufacturers and um, and you know, we do like, there are multiple engine manufacturers, but at the end of the day, it's still a sport. And I think yeah. that, you know, like IndyCar does the best job of making it a sport. Um, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, the biggest differentiator is the driver, not necessarily yeah. the car. Um, it's, it's interesting. You might be onto something here. You got like beach body workout, you know, like all these different workouts. Maybe you got like, you know, uh, go-kart racing workouts. I do, you know, untapped what? business right there. <laughs> I a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's good. It's good for, it's good for getting yourself in shape for sure. And it's, it's definitely, it's definitely different, but you have to, you have to do all the other stuff to, to kind of supplement yourself so that you can handle it. Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Well, it's interesting. So before we jumped into this, obviously I'm sure and you had mentioned that every conversation probably starts the same way. And like, I'm a car guy, you're a car guy. We just like jumped right in. We were talking about Rolls Royces and Bentleys and <laughs> different cars, but like, so let, I want to go back there for a second. And so just two car guys here talking, what's the best car ever made? You know what? This is such a, it's, it's loaded. It's a big question. This is a very loaded question, but I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. So like if you, you know, well, you're talking about like, I think the car that can do it all, right? Like is like your comfortable daily driver and like something that also kicks ass and is fun to drive, is sporty when you need it. Like, you know, it's hard. It's hard for me because for the longest time, you know, when I was young, I didn't understand their philosophy because I was like, my God, every one of their cars looks exactly the fucking same. Every year it comes out, it's the same thing basically, right? 
And then I started driving friends of mine and I was like, you know, I kind of understand it. And then ultimately I was like, I was shopping for something that I needed. And I was like, I just like, you know, and it was actually here it was in Nashville because Nashville wasn't home home yet. It was like, yeah. I had a house there and I was going there all the time. So I needed a car, but I, I, I didn't have like, if I wasn't there all the time, I didn't want, you know, to have multiple cars in one place. That wasn't my, wasn't my deal. So I was like, screw it. I'm just going to do it. And I ended up getting a 911. Mm-hmm. And I, so, you know, I, I, I looked at some of the other ones. I looked at like the GT4 because it's a great it's a mid-engine car, but it doesn't have a backseat. And, you know, I wanted something that, you know, when I was in town here or I was, you know, essentially in the South, I wanted something that like I could have a backseat. I could put my dog in, you know, my girlfriend's front seat. We can go on, you know, we can go on like road trips. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's like that, like in the off season, I do, yeah. we just do road trips. We just road trip all around the South and it's the blast. And we take that car. Right. It is a man. It is a man. So yeah. I, I was going to say, I won't drive. Oh, it I, I respect that move. I, I forgot that the nine eleven has the, uh, the back seat, the Panamera is the four door, right? Panamera is the four door. Hmm. I mean, it just, uh, I like- like, it's, it's at the end of the day, the back seat's just kind of like a utility, right? Yeah. Like it's, right. it's, you can, I've had people in the back there and it's, it's definitely squished, but like, you know, I've got a bulldog and like, I just put the seat down and he hangs out yeah. in the back there and like yeah, we yeah. road trips and there's plenty, there's plenty. That's like the weekend, the weekend road trips is kind of like, has become our, like our MO. And so, well, you're, you're pretty central there in uh, Tennessee, but I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a Jeep guy. I got an, I got an old uh, 86 CJ seven. I built in high school with some buddies. So that, that, that's, that's where I go as far as, but like, I see what you, I see what you did there. You were going all around, like, just like best. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. You had to have one car. I mean, I, I it's the nine eleven because you can get the all wheel drive ones. And you can have a manual and you have the back seat and you got the trunk, you got everything. That's, right. that's, it's kind of like, it's hard to beat that. Yeah. I'm going to have to get back to you on what my, like, what my like daily just is, but I don't, I don't hate the Porsche call. I, I don't hate the Porsche call, but so, so where did your love for cars come from? I mean, I know your father was a race car driver and is that where it all started? So essentially, yeah. So my dad was, was kind of more like, yeah, he, he did the race car stuff, but it was more of like a hobby for him. Um, you know, he, he got involved in business really early on. He was actually, believe it or not, he was a football player at SC. Wow. And, um, yeah. And, uh, he was, he was there and, and, and he got into racing late in the game. Like he didn't start racing until I think he was about my age currently. And oh, wow. uh, it, was, it was just more of like, it was just more of like a fun hobby. It was like, it was like, Hey, like, you know, this is something I can, I can do, but he got, he started restaurants, right. You know, literally his senior year of college, wow. um, which is kind of, which is, you'll understand about me. It, it brings everything kind of into, um, into perspective. But so I, I, I essentially grew up around like the cars, but I also grew up in, in the restaurant business. So, uh-huh. uh, throughout my career, I've had a lot of kind of hospitality sponsors. And obviously when I turned 21, I, you know, I, I started looking at like alcohol sponsors and whatnot. And uh, obviously uh, most notably is Casamigos. And, yep, and I was, I was with them literally from day one. Um, those guys were all awesome. And, uh, and was with them from day one till it sold. And um, they still ha- occupy some, some, some love on my helmet just because of that. And um, 
but yeah, those guys have been, have been great, but yeah, no, the car yeah. thing started early on. It just, it, I was always around him. I was exposed to him. And, and when I was really young, I told my dad, you know, obviously I wanted to drive. So he put me on his lap when I want to drive. And, um, you know, we, because he had had some fun in racing, we knew a lot of people kind of in the industry and, um, they, he would, he's like, all right, like, you know, I got a five-year-old kid. What do I do with him? Kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I got started early on. I actually started my first thing I ever drove was a quarter midget when I was, when I was five. And then, um, you know, I kind of, fi- I kind of figured out early on that I wasn't, the ovals weren't like the big thing for me. I didn't really want to go the NASCAR route. Um, and, you know, IndyCar had always been the goal for me. It was, you know, I, I grew up around these old Indy cars and around some of the old, older, you know, Indy, Indy car drivers from that, from legitimately when men were men. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love these it. Guys, these guys drove rolling death traps. And, yeah, you know, yeah. And I've driven some of them now as like, and in like exhibitions and whatnot. And I'm just, and I sit there and I'm like, like, holy shit. Like, I, I, I have trouble fathoming these, these dudes literally hanging out of the cars with yeah. rear wheels, like right here, like going 150 miles an hour. I'm just sitting there going, this is, this is bad shit. But, um, yeah. but no, I just, I was just into it. I, I loved it and uh, started go-karting when I was literally five and a half, six years old. Um, mm. And then awesome. I was really, I was fortunate enough. I got picked up by one of the factory teams um, called Emic up in, up in Northern California. And uh, that kind of helped me, you know, they, they made sure I had all the support that I needed. And, um, and yeah, we had a, we had a lot of championships, a lot of, you know, I still love karting for that reason. Um, you know, and most of the drivers do because it is at the end of the day, it's, it's just like the rawest form of the sport. Mm. Um, I've always been a big proponent of trying to get karting more coverage on television. Yeah. Um, because I've had friends that have watched, like when we do the super nationals in Las Vegas, which for the car racing season, it's essentially over. But at the end of the year, we all go back and we do this race in Las Vegas. And it's, it is legitimately the like world, like world final of karting. Like you get guys from all over the world that come back and do it. Um, and it is a, it's wild, but it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it is, it is the rawest, most analog form of the sport, but it's, it's super serious. I mean, these carts go hundred miles an hour. That's insane. <laughs> What's what kind of engines in them? So they're, they're specifically carting engines. I mean, they yeah. are there, but they're, they're very similar to like a, like a dirt bike, 125 CC bike. Um, mm-hmm. It's geared differently a little bit, but it, they are all two strokes, six speed sequential, you know, yeah card engines yeah you know it's so funny because as f1 blows up more and more and you see more of it i don't know it's obviously exciting and all this and but it's like more of a spectacle and my biggest thing with the f1 it's like they're like almost like um computers just like it's like computer it's like almost not fake but it's just like so computerized where like to me the idea of like fixing your own engine and the rawness as you said is like i, I find that cool because you know what you could not tighten a bolt too tight you know the wrong way or like put in the wrong oil, right? Like you, that there's like, there's fact human factor, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, to be, to be super honest and, and just blunt, but like there's more similarities between IndyCar and F1 than there are differences. Wow. It's the, the biggest difference is that the technology, the technology that's available is available to everyone in IndyCar. So it evens the playing field. And when it comes to the technology stance, so like, so like I was saying to you earlier, the driver is the biggest differentiator. 
and how the driver interacts with his team, the changes they make, like what you do with your engineers versus F1. And I'm not dogging any team or any driver over there. They're all great drivers. They're all great yeah. teams. But I mean, that's just the cards that they're dealt over there. That's what they, that's what they have to work with. So they have to do it. But um, you know, having to develop a brand new car every year and yeah. having to spend the, what they spend is, I mean, it's astronomical. I mean, yeah. their, yearly, their yearly budgets are in the 400 million plus range. And it's insane. it's insane. And, 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 and I, and I get it to some degree, but what is disappointing is, you know, we're going into like the fourth year now of Red Bull's just utter dominance over there. And, you know, you have world champions that are, are, you know, struggling to get to the front and guys that have done well. And it's, and it has nothing to do with them or even their team. It has to, it has to come down to, to, to their car. And so, yeah. you know, you look at, you know, I think that, you know, you had two years ago, whatever it was, you had Max win. I think it was something dumb, like 17 of the, of the races. And that was the yeah. world record. And, and, you know, I think it was four different winners in a matter of 23 races, something like that. I don't quote me on that, but like, you know, you come to IndyCar and across 18 races, like last year, you had seven different winners, mm. seven, eight different winners, whatever it yeah. was. It's, it, it's just, there's a lot more, um, again, it's, it's just that the human element is much more prevalent in the IndyCar side of the sport than it is over there. And so I think that what, I mean, American fans are really starting to kind of catch on to that because it's, you know, they understand the spectacle of it. Um, everyone talks about the speed and stuff like that. And I mean, if we're talking top speed, Indy cars are quicker. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Um, but you know, if, you know, you look at like their cornering speed, stuff like that. Yeah, it is a little bit, it is a little bit higher. The cars are just, they're just built very differently. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, it's uh they run a lot more downforce, which again, makes racing the actual racing element hard. It, it makes it tougher to pass. Um, they have DRS, which essentially is like opening. It's where the rear wing opens up mm -hmm. on their own straightaway, which is like, it's like if you were, you know, parachuting and you cut a hole in your parachute, it's a huge advantage. Yeah, uh, yeah. Versus what <clears throat> IndyCar does, which has push to pass, which is a which is a a different mapping on the steering wheel, so we can hit it. And and this is this is available in the lower series too, so it's good training. Um, but it's 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 a different mapping that just increases the horsepower output. So it doesn't do as drastic of a change as what you know they're doing over there. It's just um, you know everything for us is just is just a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah on the human element, which is, which is, but I, I respect it. And so you have guys that have come from there and are now racing an Indy car and they're so much happier, even, right. even, even though every weekend is a little bit more of a struggle. It's just, it's more like they go into the weekend with the optimism. Hey, I can win. Yeah. Right. First, so yeah. Right. No, so, sorry. But so it, let's say for max winning all those years. Right. And, and I don't want to stick on F1. This will be the last question, but just, it's something you said. Uh, made me think of this so let's let's say like it, like what percentage is max what like in his driving skills and what percentage is the car winning the car the reason they're winning so much i mean the reason they're winning max he's a great driver i'm not like again i would never knock his driving skill not i i, I would never yeah. it's, it's he he has proven it i mean if you look at every single team there is one driver on each team that is finishing ahead of the other one it just is yeah. what it is um, but 
in terms of like, if you were to put, if you were to switch cars, him and Lewis, right. You know, mm-hmm. Lewis would be gone. Max wouldn't be, he wouldn't be yeah. touched. It, it's just, that's just right. the way it is. Um, right. It's it, again, it's, it's, it's nothing on them as drivers, which is why I encourage so many of them to come try IndyCar, come see it because it, it will, it will definitely allow them to see how they, how they stack up and it, and it gives them a, a fair, gives them like a, you know, everyone has the same stuff. It's a, it's a, it's a, right. it's a fair shot at things. Um, but yeah. yeah. Interesting. So what, what was it like? You started driving, you know, back at 16 years old, you, you know, you're entering the racing world so early. What, what was it like, you know, competing against those guys at, at such a young age? Um, I mean, it's, uh, so you, you got to remember a lot, you know, our sport, we all start really young. And the truth is that, that we have all known each other for a really long time. So it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like you, you end up racing the same people as you move up the ladder and which is right. cool in a lot of ways. And, um, there's definitely much more of like a camaraderie in our sport, um, mm. you know, between everyone than, than there is, I think in a lot of sports, um, yeah. and the reason is, is that, you know, there's so few of us and, you know, you, you have to have that, that respect because there is, and this is, I mean, nobody really thinks about it, but like, it's, it's there, there is the element of like, you know, real serious injury, like kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, you do, you do respect everybody else within the sport, like, you, you know, and, and there is, you just have to have that mutual respect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's just the, that's just the, that's the reality of it. But um, yeah. Yeah. But no, so, you, so, no. Go hey, Louie, calm yourself. Louis fired up here. So, up, so take, uh, take me to race, take me to race day. Like, do you have a, do you have like a, a routine? Like what's going through your head? Like take us to like, like what, what, what it's like for you? Um, no, I'm not like, I'm not like one of those guys. I don't have any like crazy voodoo thing or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's, um, the one thing I do is I I just, I don't eat a lot on race days. I know that. And, and Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just, I never have the, you know, I don't have that, you know, the hunger at that point, but it's just a matter of like kind of focus and like calm at this point, kind of running through it. Um, I'm one of those guys that you know i can get in the car and i can run laps at the track all day and i'll be like within a little bit of where i want to be yeah and i just can't seem to get it during that day and then i'll go home and sleep the night i'll come back the next day and i will i will be able to nail it then so like because it is at the end of the day it's a lot of repetition it's it's so and ideally like you know you you're running laps all the time You're, you're always trying to optimize your time and so there is a, within our computer systems, there's a, we can see our lap time, what we're doing. And then there's a theoretical. And so the theoretical is basically a, a compilation of all the laps that we did earlier. Right. But every lap is, is broken up into like sectors, right. Versus mm-hmm. like each turn, but usually there's like sections of the track. So it'll take all the laps that we did all day. Right. And it'll mm-hmm. take the best sector times and it'll put that together and that's your theoretical lap that's and so like my goal is always to be within a tenth tenth and a half of my theoretical lap and so that's kind of like the that's kind of like the you know that's that's like the goal and then and then you know obviously you get to the point where you know your theoretical lap improves it's always improving and yeah. um i remember one time where i was like you know i think i was like 
like six hundredths off of like my theoretical time, which means that, I mean, at that point you're basically doing everything perfect, but yeah. Um, you know, and I, and I do the same thing when I'm in the go-kart, you know, it's about, it's about being able to make sure you're hitting your points every single lap. It's, it's, and that's tough. It's tougher than most people realize it's, it's, you know, you're, you're going, you know, hundred plus miles an hour, you're doing, doing stuff and, and you're, you're hitting, you know, points on a track that are this big. You're always right. trying to, you're always trying to make the same, it make the same thing happen. You want to take correct lines, but you also want to improve it. Yeah. Um, and so that's been a thing. And obviously the way that the rule book and like things have changed in the past couple of years is that we, uh, and the NASCAR guys too, have way less track time than we used to. Um, yeah. And that's across all the series, like the Indy next series, which is, which is below IndyCar, IndyCar, NASCAR, all these guys are getting, we're getting less track time than we've, than we've had before. So it's, it's more difficult now to really like you have to be able to capitalize earlier so right like right. simulators are starting to actually play a bigger role than they ever did like early in my career it was kind of like it's a cool novelty but it wasn't mm. that they're able to just go out hit laps and do stuff all the time now simulators are actually like how you practice it. yeah i'll spend i spend like two hours on on one you know a couple days a week you know, at a time just to, just to kind of run laps, just to get used to things. And, um, and wow. I'm the only one doing it. That's crazy. So take me uh, off the track here and uh, I'm excited yeah. to hear about the motoring club. Like, tell me all about it. Oh yeah. So my, my buddy and I, we, you know, he, he had created a, like a, uh, essentially like an online, like kind of car blog, like just like, like a website. He knew that he always wanted to like kind of figure out a way to, to make it like housed, like to have like a brick and mortar type situation. I, I grew up in hospitality. I mean, we have like multiple car themed restaurants in my family. Like, so it was, it was very, like, it was very prevalent. Like I, I understood how to do it. I knew how, you know, kind of the way that, that country clubs operate and this and that. And it was a really great kind of um, partnership between two guys that came from very different called professional backgrounds coming together and, and saying he understands the tech side of things and all of this. And then I understand hospitality. We have a common goal. Um, and so we knew that people kind of rallied around cars. Like you and I got this conversation started and we, and before we even, you know, we, we were off on a tangent, what, three minutes into this Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about cars. And, and that's a commonality and a lot. Of, it's a really easy conversation starter. Um, and the cool thing about it is, is that, you know, one of the things that we've, we've done is, you know, we just kind of made it open. It's not, it's not like a brand agnostic club. It's very much like, you know, if you're passionate about like automobiles, motorcycles, stuff like that, like racing. So, you know, there's no like prerequisite to be a member of what, you know, what was done. Like there's, you know, it's just a matter of like, Hey, you have a passion. There's other people with common, common passions, goals here, this and that. And, um, and so that was, that was always the, that was the mission from the, from the get-go was just kind of create like a common comfortable place. And so, um, yeah, so he's, he's, uh, my, my partner there's in full control of, of LA. And so we'll, I'm actually going to be opening, uh, the Nashville location. Cause obviously I live here. Yeah. Um, and, um, the cool thing about that is it's, it's gonna, it's gonna have something else attached to it here. That is going to be, um, I think it's going to give people an insight into racing that nobody's 
like the, the general public just doesn't normally have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be very much, but here we'll have obviously the clubhouse restaurant um, and we'll call it, I'm calling it music city motor club because Nashville's music city. You can't, you know, yeah, can't get around that. But um, you know, the, they're going to get to, people are actually going to get to see a, a race team in, in action. Um, you know, that's awesome. So, and it's going to be the first, this is going to be the first kind of like all in one concept of its, of its type, which is, which is rad. And it's, it's, uh, I, I do it for a couple of reasons. And that's just because, you know, I wanted people to always see the back end of racing and, and, you know, we talk about like how I got into racing, man, I would, I would say three quarters of my career is not even the racing aspect. It's the business aspect. Right. Um, and it's always funny to, to talk to, like, I have a lot of friends, you know, in different sports, some guys in the NFL. Um, I have a ton of friends in the NHL now. I'm actually sponsored by the Nashville Predators NHL team, which is, which is rad. Um, but it's, I was going to ask that question. Why uh, you (laughs) seems like such a big fan, but that's that's the thing is that the fan part of it is, is totally is legit. Um, I'm a fan for a long time. And, uh, and, you know, since I'm, uh, since moving here and, and I was, I'm still a little bit of a Kings fan and, um, I was definitely a little bitter when they let go of quickie, uh, that, that, that hit, that hit hard. Um, (laughs) but, um, but no, I mean, like, you know, I, I love a lot of the hockey players, guys are just, they're good guys. We all weirdly grew up very similarly, even though completely different sports, but it's, it's, you know, their, their dads and moms and stuff, taking them to the hockey rinks and stuff like that. My, my mom, my dad taking, you know, taking us to racetracks and whatnot. It's just, there's a very similar, um kind of we we've we've all had commonality there and uh yeah. so I get along with a lot of those guys they're just funny dudes um there's no there's no way to put it they are no hockey guards are a special breed i've always they are them. a special yeah. breed and i and yeah. I, I love them I, I love that but yeah no um i i it's kind of struck up a conversation with them we have a great situation where you know our season the majority of our season is kind of their off season hmm. Um, so it extends into it. And, and so it's a, it's a great way for, you know, like the predators to reach their fans in the off season. It's been great for me because I, I get a lot of support from, from people in Nashville and Nashville fans that yeah. are hockey fans. And I've been able to kind of bring them into racing. And obviously we have a race here in Nashville now, which is great music city grand prix. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's just been, it's, you know, I love being able to expose people to, to new things and, yeah the people here are just so receptive. I mean, that was, that was, I would say 50% of the reason I moved here was because of the people. Um, yeah. Just great all around great uh, people. It seems like if you're in the uh, place to be, everybody's kind of, everybody's moving there, but I uh, will definitely include a link to the motor club, the motoring club, because it is, uh, it's the place to be, man. If there was one in Boston, I joined, like we, we, I've talked to have a good buddy who's a car guy. And we've talked to like, let's just buy a garage. And like put like a couple couches in it and like maybe like a little <laughs> bar and like just a fun place to hang out. And like, it seems like that's what you've created. So uh, congrats on, on that. And yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm inviting myself to come uh, check it out one of these times. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, uh, the, the Nashville, my, my Nashville location, which is it's, it's, so it's, it's separate, it's separate of LA, but it, it'll, it's like I said, music city motoring club, it'll be here and we should be open Q4 of this year here in Nashville, which awesome. is great. 
Well, uh, I love I love that. So, anything else you have going on, kind of quote unquote, off the field that you know you you, you, I mean, you want to share with this community? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to. So, I mean, this this is a great community, and this has been a uh, this has been you know something I'm I'm passionate about. But I know a lot of guys that are you know in in like I said in football and basketball, a lot, a lot of people are just other athletes and other sports. And you know, one of the biggest things that you know the conversation when it does come up is easy talk about especially when you get into thirties is like, you know, in football, obviously like in your, in your thirties, you're like, you know, you're counting the days and what do you do at the end of your career? Right. Like Tom is Tom's unreal because he's, I mean, he, he, he prolonged that, that career as, I mean, it's, it's incredible. And in racing, I mean, like in, in reality, I'm probably going to have to retire around 41, 42, like I'm going to get pushed out. And I, and the truth is, is I want to get pushed out. I want to help make room for the new guys. And I, and a big thing for me is I want to, I want to help bring, you know, the, the next generation into the sport. Um, and so, you know, I've, it's, it's been quiet for a long time, but it's really not necessarily anymore. Um, you know, I've been doing a big raise and, and my plan is to, is to, you know, start my own team, um, yeah. in the next year and a half. And, um, and so that's been, uh, that's been the goal. I think, I think the timing is right on it. And I really agree with kind of the direction of IndyCar and the way that the way that it's going. And I think that, you know, where the opportunity is with, with IndyCar is, is as much off the track as it is on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, you bring up the club aspect. And, and so that's why, you know, my goal here is to do, the club and have essentially the race team attached to it. Um, people, I want to give people direct access to what our sport is. And I want them to, to, to become fans, you know, authentic, like become real organic and and authentic fans through exposure to it. And I want to expose people to the back end of the sport. You know, one of the biggest things that, that differentiates our sport too is, and I always, again, always explain this to other athletes is, is, you know, 90% of the drivers out there, and I'm one of them, we are doing our own deals. Like we are, we are doing our own sponsorships and we're out there actually selling it. So like, you know, you, you and I were talking about like my schedule earlier. Well, my schedule is, is legitimately, I train in the morning, you know, from eight to 10. And then I spend the majority of my day on the computers and like doing God knows what with my whiteboard and my in meetings and calls and, and, you know, it's, I love the mini whiteboard, by the way, uh, oh, dude. not on video here for uh, everybody at home, but the, the white, mini whiteboard is strong. Play. <laughs> it's so fun. I have no idea how this showed up here. I yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And I think it was a friend of mine uh, when he was in town for some work stuff, they gave it to him. And I've just, I've literally just kind of like stolen it and used it ever since, but it's been great. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting. And so, and, but like with the team back to what I was saying with yeah. the team, you know, we, yeah. what I'm doing with the team, I, you know, and who I'm bringing on, we have some big capital partners, big private equity guys that have come on board and I've specifically taken a few slices of that pie and I've left them aside for other athletes. And yeah. I, I want, I want to see athletes from other sports like NFL, NBA, you know, NHL come and get involved in racing. And I, and, you know, we're getting, I'm getting some involved and, and the biggest reason is, and this goes back to a number of different things and it can be tracked back to everything. And Casamigos is a great example of that. And guys that are getting involved in liquor brands, 
you know, this is an opportunity for them to get involved with another team of sports, something that they understand, they understand sports, but it gives them um, access to business and the success factor is going to be involvement. So like guys, guys that want to buy into, into teams and, 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 you know, or want to buy into the team and they want to be a part of this, the way that they're going to ensure their investment is involvement. Um, And, and that's, and that's a key part through all of it. I mean, you know, you look at the guy, like I said, the guys have been involved in the alcohol business that in and of itself is, is almost directly reliant to, you know, to how much they're involved and how much they're pushing it. And I think that guys, you know, from other sports and girls too, they have the ability to, to really make an impact in racing more than I think they do because they have, you know, their, their endorsement deals, their sponsorships, their business relationships. And a lot of those people haven't been involved in motorsports. And so they can come and they can actually bring a lot of those people to the table. So it's a, it's, it's a cool opportunity. And, you know, with the way that, again, my, my biggest thing is going to be exposure and, and direct exposure. So, you know, being able to be involved with programs like I am here in Tennessee, like the STEM education program, right? So I'm able to go talk to, talk to students that of engineering, you know, so it's science, technology, engineering, and math, the STEM. Mm-hmm. And all of those play factors in the development of race cars, engineering of them, race day, you know, stuff. And yeah. so all of that plays a big factor. And, and I, I, you know, I want, this is something that I want to get, get out there. I want to get more people into it. And, and I want to interact with more sports. I just don't, I don't believe that, um, you know, anybody has anything to lose by kind of cross promoting sports. And I've already proven that we don't, it's just beneficial. Like that's why I work with the Preds and I get to, I get to represent them on track, which is awesome. Yeah. So like people want to learn more, potentially get involved. How, how best do they do that? Um, So we can include your email address, but let us know because I want to make sure you know, especially this, the guys this, here in this community. Absolutely. I mean, I include right. my email address. I'd love to, I'd love to talk with people and if they're interested in it all day long and, um, and I'm going to have, I'm going to send you some links and whatnot here awesome. soon. Um, and I'll give you, I'll give you like a little bit, a little bit of info, but yeah, I mean, I'd love to have, love to, love to, you know, have, have that banter with anybody that wants to have it. That's awesome. Well, listen, I'm, I'm sure most of those banter will start as uh talking cars and, <laughs> But what a great position for you to be in. I was going to say, like, what a great position, man. It's it's so awesome. And uh, it's been fun to kind of following along your your career and, and especially learning more and seeing what you're building kind of on the track, but even off, it's 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 so impressive. So uh you got uh you got definitely a new fan in me, and I'm sure this whole <laughs> playing field community behind us. So uh looking forward to looking forward to your 2023 season, man, and uh keep us updated. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Ben. <laughs>